Hi, and welcome to the 30th episode of Mother Daughter Book Talk. I'm Alexis. And I'm Christine. And today we will be discussing Heartless by Marissa Meyer. Lady Catherine Pinkerton is the daughter of the Marquess of Rock Turtle Cove in Wonderland. Her biggest dream is to open up a bakery with her best friend and spend all day making new, delicious treats for the Kingdom of Hearts. But when the King of Hearts starts showing interest in Kath, she fears it may be the end to all of her plans. On top of all that, the new mysterious court joker, Jest, shows up and might just be the one who steals her heart. Okay, now we are going to start discussing the book, so if you haven't read it yet, press pause, read the book, and come back when you're done. This is your official spoiler Spoiler warning. And watch the musical because it's awesome. Yes. Okay, to start this out, I think we need to address the whole musical thing. Yeah. Okay, so a high school in Utah Mm -hmm. decided to write a musical. Write, direct, like like everything. everything. They they created this production. They did costuming, set design. Like, it's incredible. So they put it all together. They somehow got Marissa Meyer the queen herself to sign off on this and actually be involved with them yeah. um, in the creation of this. And they put it out in December of 2021. It and was amazing. It was I amazing. Cried yes. a we lot. we uh, bought tickets so we could virtually watch the production. Because unfortunately we're not in Utah. We are not in Utah. And so don't we have the ability to travel there. Right. So, well, we, we could, have the we ability, but we, we weren't able time, to at the, at the time, time travel there. So, we got the tickets to virtually be at the production of the musical, and it was phenomenal. So, if you haven't seen it, by all means, please it's go check it out. Amazing. What these kids put together I'm was jealous. Phenomenal. So yeah. I wish my high school did that. Yeah. Incredible, incredible, incredible. We will be posting a link, but mm-hmm. check we'll it out. We'll be putting all the information in the bio and on the Instagrams. Yes. Props to the kids because... Everyone's so talented. Yes. Awesome, mm-hmm. awesome job. But now let's get into the actual book. Yes. Which I might say, you always give me crap for taking so long to finish the book. I finished this book three weeks ago. Okay, and your point is? I'm busy. I got things so to do. I. I got things so to do. So am I. I finished the book within like the first like two days. And you want to say busy? You read three other books since then. Well, that's not my fault. It's not my fault when the library says a book you've had on hold is now available and in your account and will be deleted in three days if you don't download it. So next time, if I decide to read other books instead of prioritizing the commitment we've already made, you can't give me shit for it. Well, yes, I can because I'm your mother. That's not fair. We're partners in this. It's not mother-daughter. Yes, it is. Never mind. <laughs> no, we're partners. We're business partners. No. Rude. Yes. Quite rude. Yes. Yeah, so I delayed this. That's true. But in my defense, I also take notes. So it's not like I can listen while I'm working and... Oh, I could take notes while I just don't. 
No, but I can't. And I need to, like, fully concentrate because otherwise, in one ear, out the other, not paying and not processing anything. So, not How my could fault. you not, like, memorize all of Marissa Meyer's books? I should, but, again, I've got four children and four dogs, so... And as of today, then, this will be officially... We finished reading and reviewing all of Marissa Meyer's full-length books. Yes, we still to date. To date, to date. Curse is not out yet, but we will be reviewing that, like, as soon as it comes out. Yes, because we are chomping at the bit to get that I know! That book. I cannot We, we already signed yes. up for, like, a cursed uh, signing event, and... Yes. We're Super so excited. excited. Yes. And we've got some other exciting stuff in the works. Yes. Just definitely check out our, our upcoming um, episodes that we post, and... Be on the lookout. Even for... if it's not a week that we should be posting, because we do every other week. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We're dorks. We are, but that's okay. They love us. <laughs> the whole five people. That's right. You learned it by watching me, right? I did. I learned it by watching you. <laughs> okay, now do you want to get actually into the book? Yes. Okay, I actually... Okay. This book makes me hungry, is what I want to say first. Um, I don't like many, like, treats. Like... <laughs> <laughs> What's my oh first my note? <laughs> this book makes me hungry. Lemon tarts. Yum. Here's the thing, though. I don't like lemon tarts. No. This book made me want to eat lemon tarts. Because she does such a great job of describing the food. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the treats that Kat's making. Mm-hmm. The, you know, everything that she's doing and thinking and putting in. Exactly. She does such a great job. It's like, I... Probably gained 15 pounds just from reading this book because every time she started describing something, I went to go get a snack. That's smart. <laughs> so smart. Well, I no, because my that. clothing is not saying it was very smart. It's not true. <laughs> but, yeah. I am a very picky eater. You know this. Yes. There's very few f- foods I actually like, especially like when it comes to fruit flavored things, like for example, the lemon tarts, as we've been over, or even like the rose macarons. Yeah. I would not actually eat those in real life, but these made me want to eat them. Yes. Which is very strange. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Not strange for me. Strange for you, yes. It is. It's quite strange. I just kept like, mmm, that sounds so good. And also, it's a very great introduction to Catherine, because you go into this book having no idea what she's going to be like. I mean, you have, like, the Alice in Wonderland Queen of Hearts, who's kind of cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, and also kind of a dimlet. Yeah. Like, she's kind of stupid. In the book or in no, the No, in the Disney, Disney movie. movie. Yeah. She's kind of stupid. Yeah. But then you come here and you're like, okay, Heartless, Queen of Hearts, we got that. Like the whole Wonderland thing. But you have no idea what she's going to actually be like. And this introduction to her, she's so intelligent. Like in her, like the way she like describes everything and like she knows what she's doing. She's confident. The banter she has with the Cheshire cat. Like... It's so well done. Yes, absolutely. I love it. Absolutely. So I've got a question for you. Yes, ma'am. In the book, Kath's dreams manifest and come almost to life in in certain ways, like Mm -hmm. with the lemon tree coming up. And Is there any dream that you've ever had that you wished would come true or manifest in a way in reality? No, the only dreams I ever remember are my nightmares. Okay, so you don't want that? So, like, people dying. 
Okay, well, let's let, let's say that that doesn't happen then. Yeah, let's say this just it's not going to manifest, right? No, don't no. Dang, you're dark. I know. Well, you asked the question, do you have dreams that you manifest into reality? I mean, if I was making desserts and stuff, yeah, I would want that to manifest, but no. She I wasn't making desserts in her dreams. She was just giving her ingredients for desserts. Yeah, true. But do you have any dreams in particular that you wish would be real? Or are you already living your dream? I'm living my dream. I'm not. <laughs> Why? I've got an amazing husband. And well, I didn't say you're not. Children. I said I'm not. Well, you're a teenager. Exactly. So I'm not living my dream. No, you're just stuck in the high reality school. of high school and crushing workloads and crying and <laughs> self-pity. So, yes ma'am. That description of the dress that Catherine <laughs> wears. Um, no thank the you. first Yeah. Okay, honestly, I would be worried if I was her mother making her go in a red dress. Because how does she know that the king is not going to take it as an insult? Well, beyond that, like, if I was put into a dress where I couldn't even eat because it was so tight, I'd be dead. Like, I would say no way. I would have, like, started hyperventilating and then, like, caused myself to pass out. Yeah, like, I mean, how she did she, pass out. How does she not have, like, a full-out panic attack? Like, I would have had... Claustrophobia is yes, a thing. Yes, I would have had a full-out panic attack. Like, no way. Mm-hmm. Not happening. Sorry. No, not thank gonna, you. Yeah, no. Honestly, I really dislike her mom. I know you're supposed to, but, like, oh, boy. Yeah, see, but I'm I'll, not that I'll, bad as a mom, I, right? You say this every time, <laughs> and it's so annoying. You act like I treat you like you're the worst mom ever, but no. you're not. I tell you all the time, you're the cool mom. You're not like other moms. You're the cool mom. Yeah. And I tell you, that, like, I have this podcast with you, so don't be acting like I'm saying that you're the worst mom ever. Okay, here's another question Okay, you just changed the subject real fast on yes. me. Do you think Jack has a crush on Oh, 100%. Jack? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Totally. It's playing off of the whole, like, he's teasing you because he likes you thing. Which is, by the way, something that's incredibly toxic and harmful for people in real life. Yeah. Like, no no shade to the book, because, like, that's really funny the way she does it. Right. However, in real life, saying that is just a way to, like... I will tell all of you listeners, if at any point one of you is interested in dating Alexis... Oh, God. And acts like... Jack acts in this book, like, very toxic, like she said, very, like, putting her down or whatever. I will make her break up with you because my daughter deserves You're saying I would than... get up, I would get together with them in the first place. No, but if, if there was something that I did not like, I would, one, make Alexis aware that I did not like... How she was being taught. Oh, you make me aware of a lot of things about people I'm... And two, if it continued, I would say you're not allowed to be with this person because they but do not mother, deserve the awesomeness. They do not deserve the awesomeness that is Alexis. I don't care. Ugh. You're not in real love if somebody's going to treat you like shit. Damn, that got real heavy real yes. fast. Okay. Jack okay. is a prick. <laughs> and I would... But I kind of like... A, no, no, because then he doesn't have development. 
Because I was going to say, I liked how he was about to go save Catherine, but then he ran away. I was like, dang it, Yeah, he's like, you're not even worth it. Exactly. Jerk. Even you're not worth it. Dang. Yes. Okay, but I will say, with Kath and her mother, because you cut me off before I was going to actually say what I was going to say. You know how we always say, I want to bake her cookies. I want to bake... No, I want her to make me cookies. I want her to bake me cookies. That'll be her therapy. She gets to bake me cookies. That's right. And tarts and anything she wants to bake. She can bake as much as she wants. I will eat whatever this calf person makes. And please, can we manifest her into real life? (laughs) If you're going to manifest a character into reality, I don't want to manifest Captain Carswell Thorne. Oh my gosh. No, Mm. no, no. Because he belongs with Cress. Yes. Also, it's kind of a spoiler because... Too bad. So sad. I mean, I reviewed it, so that's your guys' fault. Yeah. If you didn't uh, listen to all of our other podcasts for the Lunar Chronicles, you're lost. <laughs> We're so mean. Yes, but that's that's okay. It's okay. There's like five people. Yeah. That's okay. Which we love all five of you. Lots of love. I realized I did a sign and you guys can't see me signing. Okay, another note that I have here. Okay. Peter's name, Peter, Peter, Pumpkin Eater, had a wife but couldn't get Should be Peter the Prick. You just said that about Jack. Well, he's a jerk. Jack the Jerk and Peter the Prick. There we go. That's perfect. <laughs> there you go. Why couldn't you say that earlier? I, I don't know. I, you know, it's just one Now of you're talking Wonderland, Jack the Jerk, Peter the Prick. Yes. Two guys that you would not be allowed to date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel bad for his wife, though. Yeah, no, I do. I do. I do. Okay, I do think they actually had, like, a really good loving relationship. From the way, like, he mentioned before, like, everything happened, I feel like they did have a good relationship. Yeah. And then everything happened, and he kind of got all spiraled in fear, and... But I still think it's not good. I'm just saying, I think they did have a genuinely good relationship. I hope so. Let's hope so. I hope so, because otherwise that's just sad. Yeah. Okay. 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 You said okay like you had something else to say. Do you? The whole entrance of the Joker. (gasps) With him hanging from a golden hoop and like coming to... I love, love, love that introduction. this book, even more so than any of the other books, Marissa Meyer is so descriptive that you can just see the things in your head as you're reading. Yes. Especially because, again, I use audiobooks. When Rebecca Solaire, who I freaking love and just realized, because by the way, it's taken so long for mom to read, that I've been reading a ton of other books. I just read the Carval series, and it's also narrated by Rebecca Solaire. So I'm going to take a mini second just to be like how much I love Rebecca Solaire. Because for most audiobook narrators, I can kind of get the same vibes. Like they just, the first character I had them read, they're just that character. Like for example, Dan Bittner from the Renegades trilogy, he will always be Adrian Everhart to me, no matter what else he reads. He was in the Shatter Me series, he was still Adrian Everhart to me. But Rebecca Solaire, she narrates every Marissa Meyer book and the other books that I didn't know that she narrated that I listened to. It was she embodies all of the characters so perfectly, even though it's still the same voice. Yes. She's so amazing. I love Rebecca very Solaire. Very talented, very talented, yes. Sorry. I had a mini fangirl moment. <laughs> it's okay. But, so we were talking. Joker's oh, yeah, Joker. entrance into... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was saying how vividly you can just see yes. everything she describes. Absolutely. Because she's so talented. Marissa Meyer, again, another talented queen. 
but she is the talented queen. So Cheshire causes a commotion Mm -hmm. because Kath realizes that the king is about to propose. And she's like, oh, hell no. Like, I got got to get out of here. Kind of panic mode. Like, stop this. So she Mm -hmm. gets the Cheshire cat to cause Mm -hmm. a commotion to stop the king from proposing. What would you do? Honestly, like, I would do exactly what she did. Mm -hmm. I'd book it out of there because... I don't have, like, I get so nervous with telling people no. Why are you laughing at me? I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at me. Why? (laughs) Because I have done that. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Because, okay, I'm going to keep out names just because in my, I want to say, sixth grade school dance, one of my friends told me that he liked me, and I... Not knowing what to do with myself, ran in the other because it was right by the end of the, it was right at the end of the dance, and he wasn't like right in front of me. He was kind of a few people like in the crowd crush of people trying to leave. Ran in the other direction and pretended like I didn't hear him, and then he texted me, and he got my friend who also had shipped us to text me nonstop. Like they spammed my phone, so I shut down my phone because I had the excuse I had the PSAT the next day. Said the excuse of saying, oh, my parents made me turn on my phone because I had the PSAT. No, I was just trying to figure out what the hell to say. Yes. And so, if you're now just learning this, which I doubt you are listening to this, I apologize for that, but I was an anxious ball of nerves and I was too frightened to know what to do. So, I apologize for lying (laughs) and running in the other direction. Yes. (laughs) But I would be the same way. High five. I... I cannot do confrontation. Well, I can do confrontation no, I to can. a point, but like when it comes to hurting someone's feelings, oh, I know because I can't. You yell at me for quote unquote hurting someone's feelings. Yes. All the time, even when I'm not hurting someone's feelings. I don't, it, it just, it, I, I can't. I know, I, I know, just can't. I know. You know, my, Biggest thing is there's not enough love, love in the and, world. And also support and, you know, kindness in this world. And so the fact that I could possibly be hurting somebody's feelings, but it's just, I understand. I will Some say. Some people deserve to be. For the audience, there's not everyone deserves your kindness and your support and your love. There are people who will take advantage of that. And if you don't set boundaries or cut someone off, they will just keep taking and taking. My dad sent me a quote that was like, givers need to set limits because takers don't have any. So seriously, as my mom said, it's a good good thing to be kind to everyone you meet and everyone you know. And yes, be worried about hurting people's feelings. Don't hurt people's feelings. But, and that's, I guess my thing is, don't go out of your way to hurt someone's feelings. However, however, there are people who... A, won't get the message. Right. B, are just toxic and abusive. Or C, you just cannot be around for your own sake. In those cases, hell yeah, cut them off. Cut them off for sure. Ghost them. Yes. If you you cannot get to the point where you can 
have an honest conversation with somebody. Or helpfully or deal helpfully with someone. Deal with. You owe them nothing. Absolutely. You You're, owe them no kindness. You owe them no respect and or support. that's what I've always told Alexis, too, is that, no, 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 what I've told you is you have to take care of you. And you have to do whatever you need to do to be okay. I have told you that. That being said, yes, I know what she's thinking is that I've told her that if she if somebody asked her to dance at a dance, oh, that's not all I was thinking. Oh, then what were you thinking? That I needed to respond to someone who thought was he was still my friend after he told me to kill myself in front of all of our friends. And never apologized. You told me I need to keep responding to him even though I was trying to cut him off. Well. 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 That was different. (laughs) Because he would not stop. That's And my fear was that he was going to show up at our house because he lived down the street. Okay, that's true. And so my fear was... But then we moved. We did move. So there you go. I I solved it for you without you hitting... No, but you understand I do get that part. He was going to show up at the house. And I thought if you could say something to him in text... That would have been better than him coming to face you face to face and you having to have that conversation okay. in person. Well, now you explain that to me makes more sense. Back then, I was just like, why the heck am I supposed to respond to this person? Yes. You just never explained that to me. Yes. Okay, thank so, you. So, again, that's where you have to take into consideration everything going on. Also, Tedward yes. hears us yelling because you can I hear know. him outside the door. <laughs> Tedward is our dog, if you guys haven't been following us. We Teddy, Teddy Bear, Tedward. Ted yes, we call him Theodore. Everything. Yes. He's our he's our baby. Although he's, he's bigger than me. He's a big baby. He's a big baby. A big baby. Okay, back to Back. Yes, we're done with our rants and, and whatever, tangents and yes. No, we're not. We should never say that we're done. No, we're never done. We're never done. Speaking Okay, back to another tangent but still about the book. Yes. About the musical, I just want to say I adore how they start it by having it be Hada telling Alice the story. Yeah. Because they don't do that in this book. And honestly, I quite like that. There's an element that I really like. That yeah. the book is just Hada telling Alice the story of the Queen of Hearts. Sorry, that was another tangent, which I said we were done with, but we're not. We're never done with tangents. Do you disagree? You're making a face. No. Okay. No thoughts on it. No thoughts? No. Okay. Awkward. <laughs> Awkward silence. Okay. I have to say, when Kath's mom said, my dear, sweet, stupid child. That made me think of Lavana. I had major issues with that. Well, of course you did. I was like, Kath. Your mom's a bitch. You deserve so much better. She made than me her. think of Lavana. I'm yeah. almost positive Lavana has said that or something very, very similar to Winter. Yeah. But. Or even uh, a Cinder. She said it to horror? one of the two. One of the but, two. No, horrible. Horrible, horrible. Obviously, because we're comparing her to Lavana, the one who th- threw a baby into a fire. Yes. Horrible, horrible mother figure here. Mm hmm. And again, said I that already. Yes. Mom. Yes. Kath deserves so much better. So much better. Because, okay, 
all throughout this book and the reread especially because the reread is incredibly difficult. Heartless is actually one of the books that it, I didn't reread because I'm gonna, big confession time. When I first went through all of Marissa Meyer's books, I didn't like Heartless that much. Like I, I liked it still. It was a Marissa Meyer book, obviously, but I gave it three stars, which I rarely give things below four stars. So it was like, wow. But then I, going back and rereading it, I was like in love with it. First of all, like it went up to a five star. And also throughout the entire book, I was just like, what if this change, this conversation went differently? Would this change the fate? What if this went differently? What if she chose differently? If only she didn't do this. Just because it's like, holy Moses. Yeah. I will say the first time I read this book, I gave it three stars. Mm-hmm. And I will say the main reason I gave this three stars was because of Jess's death. <laughs> I was so angry that he died. And I knew that obviously Kath would not end up with him because she becomes well, the queen. We didn't know that because well, we, it's, it's an adaptation. Well, Things change. Yeah, In but, Cinderella, she doesn't end up going to the moon. Well, true. But the idea was I came into this thinking that eventually she would become the queen of hearts. Mm-hmm. And... I knew that they were not endgame, but I truly loved who he was. I loved just Kirsten. He's such a good person, such a, like, you're rooting for him. He's so good. And for him to die. And him genuinely, like, trying to help the king. Yes. And, like, all oh, the poetry. Like, he, like he was helping the king write things. But the, who he was, and for him to die the way he died, it Peter. broke my heart. And that's why it got a three star for me. I was I very... Think it get, I, think, I genuinely think it got a three star for me because that was back in seventh grade and I was reading all of her book series. Yeah. So having it be a standalone, I didn't feel as connected to the characters I did for all of her other books. So I was kind of comparing... Okay. Like a four book series and a three book series to a standalone. Yeah. So I think that's kind of why it was lower for me. Okay. I was a... As Kath's mother said, my dear sweet stupid child. Well, and I'll say, I reread it this time. And I did not give it a five star. I did. I cried. So I had to give it a five. Because I didn't cry. And I didn't cry because I knew what was coming this time. And I was like mentally preparing myself for the moment. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think if anything, it was definitely like a 4.3, which is probably <gasps> why it rounded down. Only because, like I said, I didn't cry. Um, so, you know, it's just one of those things where... You reread it and mm-hmm. you're like, damn, this is good. This is, is such good. a good book. And it is such a good book. To be able to, like, okay, what was your favorite scene? Oh, we can't do that yes, right now. Yes, we have to. I have to. What was your favorite scene? Well, now I've forgotten all the scenes because it's been so long. I, shut up. First of all, <laughs> just shut up. You suck. You suck. Loved them in the cove. When she was getting crushed by all the people at the the turtle days or whatever mm-hmm. it was. And he grabs her out of the, the crowd of people. And he gets her down into the cove. And he just 
you know, admits that he's got feelings for but her. But didn't like fight after that? I just love that scene. I think it was a tea party. Yes, that's my other scene too. Yes, the tea party. It's so good. It's so cute too because like, oh, I love them. Did you know that the hat that she put on was going to give her the ability to then perform by giving out the... Well, it didn't give her the ability. Well, I thought it was... Yeah, yeah. It gave her the idea. Like, she was very down on herself. Well, actually, she wasn't originally on... It wasn't actually the idea itself, because the idea hit her when she touched her pocket. She was actually telling the story first. Well, when anyway. she had the hat on, she was performing and trying to tell the story. And then when she was, she felt her pocket crumble and she was like, oh, the macarons are still there. Here. Would you have put on one of Hatter's hats? Hatta. Hatta's hats? Um, I would have. I would have felt peer pressure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And would you have performed? Well, I would have felt peer pressured again. So you would have. What yeah. would you have done? Um, I would probably... I don't know. Probably be a storyteller. Yeah. Because I am a storyteller in my opinion. How about you? What would you do? I don't know. I don't know that I would have performed. You would have skipped out even though everyone else was doing it? I don't see you doing that. I see you as being kind of peer pressured. You're a peer pressure person. Yeah, but what would I have done? Panicked. I would have pulled out a book and started reading. Oh, yes. Reading out loud is your big talent. Like, you are so good at that. You should be an audiobook narrator saying. Because when we were younger, she would read us all the books that we wanted to read. She would read to us as a family, like, all the Harry Potter books. The, I think it was, like, The World According to Humphrey, which is, like, the little hamster one. The book Woof. The books, The Janitor's the unwanted like all the books we wanted to read she read to us yes and it was amazing yes at this point although the books i'm currently reading i don't want my mommy yes. to me <laughs> <laughs> we started reading uh, some of the sarah j mass books no thank you and yeah we had to skip over certain parts of the books <laughs> yeah no thank you but it's okay it's okay like, you know I can read Izzy's Piggy and Elephant books. Elephant and, and Piggy and Mo Williams are the best freaking book. Yes. Mo Williams is the best kids author. Just saying. Young kids author. Dr. Seuss ain't got nothing on him. Yeah, well. Mo Williams is the best. Still, I, I have to say, Goodnight Moon is mine. Goodnight Moon is the best individual book, but if you're going through it like the author, Mo Williams, he has Knuffle Bunny, which made me cry as a kid. Yes, Knuffle Bunny. The pigeon in the bus, the elephant and piggy, yeah. just oh, so many good books. The naked mole rat, just so many good kids books. Mo Williams, amazing author. Willems, isn't it? I thought it was Mo Williams. Is what I said? I thought you said Williams. I'm too stupid right now. You're I'm not tired. stupid. I'm tired, mommy. Anyway, back to Heartless. And Marissa Meyer, and the Marissa best Meyer. author. Yeah. In my opinion, because she's a queen. Love Marissa Meyer. Yes. Back to the actual book. That was my favorite moment was the tea party. And I I think you would have performed. Just saying. Because you are like me and you're susceptible to peer pressure. Okay. 
So we don't discuss or we haven't discussed Margaret Merle. Mm-hmm. Do you have thoughts on Margaret Merle? I've met people like Margaret Merle. I have a note here. She's the epitome of the jealous mean girl slash frenemy. She's the epitome of the entitled Karen. Yeah. Because she thinks that she is so much smart. I don't think she's like trying to be mean. I just think she thinks she's so... I don't think she's like a jealous mean girl. I think she just genuinely believes that she's so much better than everyone else. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's just so entitled and like... Oh my gosh. I hate her. Yeah. But then I also feel bad for her by the end. You do? Why? Because she finds love and Kath is very scary. So? Kath doesn't prevent them from getting... I know, but when she was, like, making her speech, I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Because, like, obviously, by the end, they get to be happy. But, like, in that in-between part, I felt bad for her. Yeah. No, I... Because I also don't think she was, again, intentionally trying to be mean. I think she was trying to help Kath in her own not-nice way. I will say, Duke, you can do better. I agree. But no, he doesn't, because he's all alone. Lord Warthog is... All alone, Kath was the only visitor he had in no, so long. that's true, that's true. But... I don't think he could have, and I think he found happiness. Also, he's such a sweet guy. Like, he wouldn't fire his cook even though she was terrible at cooking. Like, pepper on everything. Yeah. But I don't see how Margaret would be okay with that. Oh, she wouldn't. So, I don't know. Maybe she's going to end up saying, no, you have to fire the cook. And then... I don't think she'll, like, make her fi- I think she'd get someone else to help. Maybe. And by help, I mean, like, replace, but still have the cook do her, like, do her own thing. Yeah. You're in charge of the stuff that actually needs pepper. <laughs> or even just, like, have her cook, like, her own food and, like, have someone else cook, like, extra food in the back. Yeah. Marianne, though. Marianne, I honestly relate most to Marianne. Really? Yeah. In what way? The more logical, risk-averse friend with the friend who's like this wild spirit and you're just like, girl, don't do it. It's not worth it. So you wouldn't have, you would have told Kat's mom? That... I don't... I think I would have, actually. Because here's the thing. We're hearing this from Kath's perspective. But if you go from Marianne's perspective, she knows nothing about Jest. All she knows is that he said he would take her somewhere. He didn't. She's missing. It's been hours. We don't know where she is. That's true. And again, she knows nothing about this court joker except for the fact that he has snuck into her room... On numerous occasions. I have to say, Kath was wrong by totally dismissing I agree. Marianne. And saying, oh, I, I heard mean, somebody's hiring, so you can go get a job there. I understand where she's coming. Like, she's in grief. She's in sadness. Right? She doesn't know what's going to happen. She's just miserable. But again, both of, I understand both of their perspectives. Yeah. It's just a horrible situation. It is. But, like, with Marianne, like, honestly, I do think I would have said something. Because, again... I have a very specific memory. Yes. You have a very specific memory. Oh, okay. Just for context, my mother just like gestures like with one finger, come hither, child. And I'm like, 
What did I do? She just def- she had to fix my eyebrow because my eyebrow was off and all wonky. So it's still is. it's still wonky. Okay, mother, fix that, please. But I have a very specific memory. I was reading. I think I was in like third or fourth grade. It was when I was so young that I had a Kindle and we used Skype, which was connected to my mother's phone, and I was reading a book, so I didn't have that picked up. And it's like late at night, and my dad comes in like answer your friends. They've been Skyping you nonstop. Get them to just be quiet. And I'm reading, and they're saying that they're going to sneak out. And again, this is like third or fourth grade. I was like, girls don't do it. And they're like, no, we're going to do it. We're going to sneak out and like walk around at night. I'm like, girls, don't. you guys are like third or fourth grade. It's so stupid. Like, that's just... So a... then Alexis comes and tells me. And, and she's my like, mom. crying, essentially, because she doesn't know what to do. Because I don't want to betray my friends, but also like, they're being stupid. Yeah. Because, like, little kids, like, again, third and fourth graders are, like, how old? Like, seven? Eight? Because Izzy's... Nine? Izzy's six, and she's in first grade. Seven for second grade, eight for third. Okay. So, eight Eight years old. Eight to nine years old. Alone, at night. Yeah. Like, that's a dangerous situation. Yeah. So, I can see that. Yeah. You're Marianne. Marianne. For sure. And then also, I do think I would be reckless in a way to try to win back my friend. Yeah. Because I'm what you call a leech. And... You're not a leech. When it comes to my friends, I will stick by their side even when they don't want me to. Which is very clear from friends telling me I'm annoying and clingy. Whatever. You're not clingy. Apparently I am. According to lots of people. Whatever. They just don't know a good thing when they see it. Shh. Yeah. But so I do think I would be reckless as Marianne and try to go fix everything. Maybe. Especially because she had the hat, which kind of helped her, her confident impulsive and impulsive. And, yeah. yeah. True. But I, do, I really relate to Marianne. Yeah. Also, Who I would I be? One second. I want to say okay. one more thing. I also didn't realize she was blonde. I always imagined her with brown hair, but she's blonde. I didn't realize that until the musical. Yeah. Okay, for you, hmm, you're not calf. I mean, you kind of are because you've got that stubbornness and, like, fiery spirit, and you love to bake. Because we bake all the time with all the Christmas cookies and, like, all the extra stuff that we bake throughout the year. I would say I are more Hatta. I was going to say Hatta, too. I was going to say, you're like... Had it in Cat's Love Child. Uh, yeah. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Because I am a little crazy. You're not as crazy as Had it, though. And you're not as mean. Because Had it's got some mean moments. Okay. So is Hada in love with Just? Is that... Oh. I, that is like... I, I was reading, like, when he was getting angry with Kath, and, like, I thought she I thought asked that was him a- something that made me, like... Was Hannah in love with I Jess? I would say I thought it was more like a paternal kind of thing. But if anyone was going to love Jess, I would go Raven. I think Raven was loyal. But I just had that vibe that Hannah was in love There's with him. There's probably a Hannah just love fanfic somewhere out there. If not, there should be. There's probably... Mom, there are so many messed up 
demented fanfics out there. There's got to be one. You better not be looking that up. I am. No, mother. Your search history will end up being so messed up. Do not look that up on the interwebs right now. While we're recording, please, God, no. Is there? Is there? Because now I'm interested. Okay, so... According to this one fandom, had a... No, you're looking at the wrong place. Okay, well... Okay. One second. Keep talking. Talk to people. No, but anyway, I thought... If anyone was in love with Jess besides Kath, it was Hatta. I think Raven, to me, felt more like a brother. Okay, so we kind of flipped it. Yeah. So, do you disagree? Ugh. One second. You know I do not disagree. Uh, yes and no, because, again, I've already said that, um, that I feel like it's more Raven. But I can see both sides. Yeah. I'm Did you looking... like Raven becoming the executioner I did. for Cat? I really Kat? did. I love that. I absolutely loved it. Okay. There are four Hatta and Jest fan fictions on Archive of Our Own. I have not looked up Wattpad because I don't want to see Wattpad fanfics. As you know, Archive of Our Own can sometimes be a little less intense as Wattpad fanfics, so I went there first. So... And how many Raven and Jess? I don't know. Um... So there were four for... Oh, there's... Oh, there's six. Okay. For Hatta and Jess? Yeah. Oh, geez, there's random pairings that don't make sense because... Oh, there are Jess and Raven ones! I'm looking at seven right now. Okay, so more people had Raven and Jess. Now I'm going to go clue this from your search history. (laughs) You're welcome. Don't ask how I know how to find those. Oh my gosh. Well, but anyway. I look up non-smutty fanfics. I look up ones that make me cry. Okay, like, I don't want to know. Okay, I don't want to know. Let's, let's Like, Akotar from Reese's perspective. Okay, let's move off this conversation. (laughs) And let's move back to the book. Back to the book. So you didn't get Justin. No, I can see where you're coming from. I do see it. Okay. I see... Okay. I didn't see it when I was reading, but when you're saying it, yeah, I can see it. Yeah. I just felt like they were very... There's something there that wasn't there before. And let's be honest. Everyone should have been in love with Jess. Everyone is in... Armstead the King is probably in love with Jess. Right? <laughs> yeah. I love how much the king and like I loved the king and Jess friendship honestly, because yeah. like you could have it be like the classic like Bella Jacob Edward love triangle and the two guys are like oh, I hate you I hate you more I'm gonna kill you, but no says you- the girl who's never actually read the book you made me watch all the movies though, <laughs> okay anyway let's go back but then you have Jess and the king who are like although the king doesn't know that they're like competing Jess does and. Honestly, they just have a good friendship. No one's sabotaging each other. They just... But was Jess doing that just because he... Of his mission to no. get the Queen of Hearts? He seemed to genuinely... Because, like, again, he seemed to genuinely care about the king. Towards the, And he was, like, saying that Cass should just go with the king. Because he's a good person and da-da-da-da. Yeah, that guy would have driven me absolutely <laughs> walkers. 
I could not have married the King of Hearts ever. What if your parental unit was saying you should? I'd be like... Insisting on it. Screw you. I'll be a homeless person on the street. I am not marrying that dweeb. You'd go against both of your parents and I would have them have to. I could not do that. I could not do it. Couldn't Dang. do it. Would you force me to marry someone if you thought it was for my own good? No. No. Mm-mm. Would you ever disown me? No. Really? No. I could disagree with the decisions you make, but this is your life. Like so if I murdered someone, you wouldn't disown me? No, I would still love you. I, I, I've told you kids this. I would disagree with the choices you've made. And I would think you should be punished for your actions. But you would still be my child and I'd still love you. Dang. That should not seem so, like, novel to me. Or anyone, really. Because, like, it's sad that, like, I don't think many parents have that same viewpoint. Which is really depressing. Well, but... Just shows that you're a good mommy. Well, I think it's also because... I've lived without a parent. You know, my mom passed when I was 10. So I know what it is to live without that parental mm-hmm. love. And granted, my mom, I fully believe, would have continued to love me, mm-hmm. you know, no matter what, as I grew up and whatever I did and whatever. But I could not live knowing that I'm depriving my child from that yeah. love that they deserve. Makes sense. So, yeah. Okay. Back to the book. Sorry, that was, like, all really depressing. Yeah. Okay. Womp womp. <laughs> Should we get back to the book, please? Yo. Sorry. Hamilton for you. Okay. Because those lyrics pop into my head at random times and I have to say them. Yes. So you get that from me. <laughs> I know, but you have so many more songs than me. It's scary. No. Like, I thought I was scary until I saw your list of songs. What list of songs? I've been in your Spotify. It's so chaotic. <laughs> like, I have one playlist of, like, <laughs> maybe, like, I have, like, I want to say eight hours of songs in one playlist. But, like, you have, like, I don't even know how many. It's crazy, Mom. And then every, no, because this is when we were kids. Every time a song was on the radio, I've seen them in concert. I've seen them in concert. I've seen them in concert. Every time you'd, like, play a song, my brother and I would be like, You've seen them in concert and be like, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Music's the feel good for every situation. Like, when I go back to my memories of my youth and whatever, like, if I'm listening to a song, it brings me right back. So, of mm-hmm. course, music's like... Magic. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. But back to the book. Back to the book. What we were saying. Um, I don't remember. Let's talk about just the mission. Yes, just Because that's something important mission. that we haven't even touched on yet. Yes. Well, I kind of touched on you t- it. You said it, but you haven't yeah. actually explained what it was. So he has the mission to steal Kath's heart. Right? Yes. Because it will be the ending of the war. Between, between the White Queen and the... Red Queen. Red Queen. In chess yes which is where he's from through the looking glass but my big question to you is first of all i'm so happy that marissa meyer didn't do like the classic lie revealed 
cliche. Because that gets so old so fast. Okay. But my question is, would you have forgiven just as easily as Kath did? I think so. Really? I think so. I... I don't believe that. I don't know. I I mean... It's not like... He was lying and trying to manipulate her for a bad reason. Like, for his own... I mean... But it's not for his own well-being. You know what I'm saying? Like... Okay, but... It's for... That's like... Okay. It comes down to the greater good. Like... Okay. But if you found out that dad, all these years, coming up on 20 years, was lying to you and manipulating you, trying to make you fall in love with him... So he could steal your heart. Would you really forgive him? He stole my heart a long time ago. So. That's bullshit. If you found out he was lying and manipulating, to, manipulating you, you would just forgive him? No. Exactly. Okay, maybe I wouldn't forgive him. But it's just, and he's awesome, so I can't not forgive him. I would totally forgive him like Kath did. Because You're smitten. I am. With just. a teenage boy. That's concerning. Ew. No. It's no, concerning. He's not, no, he's not teenage. Yes, he is, because Kat's teenage. So? What the hell was that? The printer, but that's okay. I just think that he wasn't doing it with malicious intent. You know what I'm saying? I'm Googling something. What are you Googling? Okay, never mind. What? Okay, I was asking how old he was. And how old is Jess? 20 to 23. It's not confirmed. Yes, it's not confirmed. Catherine so. Pinkerton, though, is 17. Uh-oh. Oh, well, she's almost legal. <laughs> <laughs> Here come the popo. <laughs> wee-woo, wee-woo, wee-woo. But I think that... He has a good heart. So he's gotta be forgiven. Okay. Right? Would you have forgiven him? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm a pushover. Yeah. I forgive most people. I'd be like, okay, if you're really sorry, I forgive you. (laughs) (laughs) No, you wouldn't. (laughs) Don't fucking lie. I'd be a catty bitch. Yes, I am. Oh, my God. I've lived with you for almost 17 years. I think I know what you'd say. What would I say? I'm not allowed to use those words on this podcast. (sighs) Okay, so here's the question. Yes. Just as dead. Don't remind me! Would you have gone... To marry the King of Hearts. I don't know what. I would have died there with him. I thought that whole scene of like the sisters Mm -hmm. coming to her and offering her. Before we get there, before we get there, would you have gone back through through the door for Marianne? No. Oh, you would have left Marianne. Hell yes! 
I'm sorry, but, you know, even though your daughter has said that she most relates to Marianne and she feels like she is Marianne. No, but here's... Okay, okay, okay. We're going to switch this up. If it was me in that cage and not Marianne, it was me and you're going through the door with Jess, would you have gone through the door to save me? My daughter, yes. And sissy, hell no. Sorry, sister, you're dead. <gasps> oh my gosh! No, because... Hold up! You're saying you would let your twin sister die? You don't know that she's gonna die. She you is have... in a cage you... to be fed to the Jabberwock. You have seen the sister's depictions of what's going to happen if you go through a door and you see Jess's head on the ground you see Hatta gone mad yes all of these things are knowns if you go through the door okay but there's no saying that she couldn't go back through the looking glass again like Jess did so if she goes through she figures out where to go she goes through the looking glass and she comes back to save Marianne. No. Dumb. No, 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 no. She doesn't go through a door. Because there's no reason why she can't come back to hearts after she actually if she makes it to chess. Right. Because going through a door, big no-no. But she goes through the looking glass, and then after that, like, she's officially there, she goes back and resets the whole thing. Right? No? Huh? Marianne's gotta die. Really? Sorry. I... What would you have done? But also, okay, here's the thing. If Marianne dies, the Jabberwock continues tormenting and killing people. How? Because Marianne is the food for the Jabberwock. Remember? Okay... The only reason the Jabberwock is dead is because they went back for Marianne and killed the Jabberwock. But if they didn't go back for Marianne, then the Jabberwock continues terrorizing and nothing ends up happening because the king doesn't do anything about the Jabberwock and people end up just dying. Okay. You'd be willing to sacrifice all those people? Well, they could start with Kath's mom (laughs) and go from there. I mean, the king would be another one too that they could- Lord Warthog? It wouldn't want him. But here's the thing. Kath is infuriating. Oh, yeah, we know. And that is my least favorite scene. That she goes back to the door? Yes. My least favorite scene is when Jess dies because... Well, that too, but that's an obvious because... No, because I just... I, I. When I, I was listening to the audiobook and I knew what was coming up that morning, I was on the way to school. I had already gotten to school. I was eating breakfast in the parking lot because that's what I do. I don't like going into the school until I absolutely have to. And I purposefully did not put on mascara until the end of the book because I knew I was going to be ugly crying. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Obviously, just... Least favorite book. Death. Least favorite book. No, Least book. Favorite part, part of, the of the book. Yes. Just dying. Obviously. Obvi. But beyond that, like, I wanted to f- 
physically grab Kat throttle and her. throttle her. Like I agree. Throw her out the window because it's like, ugh, how could you do this? Even listening the second time around to when... It's just like you're listening and you're like, please don't close the door. Please don't close the door. Please be but different this time. But when Marianne was trying to tell her, you know, what she saw at the Oh, theater. yeah, that too. Oh, yes. like, you dumbass bitch. Listen to her. Ugh. But that's the thing with Cap is she's so impulsive mm-hmm. that. She needs a hat that's less impulsive. Also, I don't want to say I completely forgot about the whole conversation with Hatta about, like, how he needs to, like, get rid of his hats because they're dangerous. Yeah. I completely forgot about that conversation. Really? Yeah. Okay. I was just like, huh? So, like... Also, I'm sorry. Another also. If I came to you with a business proposal, like the one Kath drew up, what would you guys say? Have fun. (laughs) Really? (laughs) They didn't see that, but she just patted my knee. Just pat, pat. No, if you mean as Kath's parents... Or as Hannah, or... As Kath's parents. I mean... It would depend on what you were trying to do, and what... I would take it seriously. Like the the bakery. Yeah, I would take it seriously. And I had Marianne, and the whole, like, all the funds and the... Yeah, if it was your own money, I would release it. Well, it was the, the dowry for the... Yeah, I would release it. Really? Let me do that? You trust me? Yeah. Would you try to convince me otherwise? Like, the, the hard work and the... No. Because I would be technically in that situation like a heiress I, who hadn't had to work a day in her life. I would probably say I think you should get some schooling or... But they didn't have schooling I that. understand, but I'm saying for you in real life, I would say get your business degree and, you know, that kind of stuff. But... Whatever. I think it's the part that also makes me so angry is when Kath's parents say, we just want you to be happy. That's bullshit. Ugh. I was like, if you really wanted her to be that happy. That is the most gaslighting. Yes. Oh, I was so angry. Because like they say that after every, like, are you sure you want to go through with this? After all the freaking Pressure to marry the king of hearts, the... Like, you see how... You know, no, the you know what dismissal. That is, you know what that is? Huh. That's them seeing that she's miserable and feeling guilty and trying to alleviate their guilt. Yeah. Just saying that is them trying to alleviate their guilt. Oh, the biggest so bullshit ever. Yeah. So maybe this book does, in fact, have to get moved up to a five. Because it makes you so mad. makes me so mad. Yeah, some of the characters makes make me so angry. Like... The way Kath's dad dismisses her before to... The way her mom treats her. Yeah. The way she goes through the door. Yeah. The way Marianne was dismissed. Yeah. The way that Marianne tried to go be the hero and went to the Jabberwock and got captured and then Kath went through the door, which I'm bringing up a second time because it's so infuriating. Yeah. The way that Jess died. Yeah, that just breaks my heart. I know. Anyway, so I have... To say, I loved how Marissa Meyer has her give up her heart mm-hmm. to the sisters mm-hmm. and how she is freed from her pain 
I thought that whole... It was cool, but also really sad. It was bittersweet. It was bittersweet, but I loved how she ended up losing her heart anyway. Mm -hmm. And it was... Well, because she already had. Just had her heart. Right, exactly. I thought that was beautiful. And And also, it was really foreshadowed because this... My question is, did the sisters intentionally do that? So then they would get her heart. Possibly. I don't know. Twist the fate to make it happen. Possibly. That's interesting. I hadn't thought of that. Because they, it was clear they were like, they said new Because they were dying. They They were dying. They they were were running out of time. Did they twist the fate to try to manipulate the whole situation situation into causing the heart instead of the queens at the chess? chess. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Mm. You're still fast. That question. Uh, yeah. Uh, the but, more questions I think of, the more I'm like, oh, darn, I should have asked this at a Q&A session, or I should have asked that at a Q&A session. Uh-huh. Totes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, like I said, love that Raven becomes Kat's execution. I do. I like their friendship. I love the fact that the sisters, yes, maybe manipulation, I don't know, but they tell Kath that Peter's going to get away for because Peter got away, Raven didn't but catch again, him. would he have actually gotten away Well, that's forever? the question, yeah. So they came, the sisters came and told Kath that Peter was going to get away with Jess's murder, that he was never going to be found, and that... If they got her heart, if she gave them her heart, they would bring Peter, Peter to her. Peter, Peter. Because they said at some point he's going to come to us for a favor. And so they promised that if Kath promised her heart to them so that they wouldn't die because they were sick and and dying, Mm -hmm. um, that she would get Peter, Peter. And so she made the deal. Would you have made the deal? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Like, because I would not want to be the person to go into a situation for strictly revenge. I don't... I was so mad at the jury, though, claiming him innocent. Right. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That was so stupid. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's what the... That's the whole point of it. But still, it made me mad. Yeah. Totally agree. But, you know... But then I, she said the iconic line, off with his head. Yeah. Like, I... That whole evolving into the, the queen, queen of hearts. Of hearts. Because, I when, thought, again, as, you, as I said at the beginning, it, you can't see Kath as the actual queen of hearts. You're just like, this is such a completely different person. Yeah, but that evolution, I thought... But then it also gives was, you sympathy for the queen of hearts. Yes! But it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Ms. Marissa, Marissa Meyer, Meyer is a... Literary genius. Yes. Brilliant. You know, Marissa Meyer is to books as Lin-Manuel Miranda is to music. Yeah. So I just thought, like, when, because again, you know this is kind of based off of, not kind of, but it's based (laughs) off of Alice in Wonderland or Through the Looking Glass or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you start off this book and you're like, there's no way. Mm -hmm. There's no Mm -hmm. way Kath becomes the queen of hearts mm-hmm. that, you know, that's the crazy, 
horrible, heartless person. Exactly. And, yeah, she did it beautifully. The same way Cress made me unable to watch Rapunzel the same way ever again, this book makes me unable to watch Alice in Wonderland the same way ever again. Yeah. Because it's Marissa just... Meyer is a queen. We love her. Yes. So, yeah, like I said, I the first time reading this through... I unfairly judged it. Yes. We both did. But, you know, yeah, this is, like, I gave it four just it because I didn't moves cry. moves up. Because, but, okay. But I forget the anger and the frustration that I feel definitely has to be taken into consideration. Exactly. So. We, again, five stars. Five stars. We've already said our favorite and least favorite moments. So I think that's, we have a lot to say for this book, but I don't think we'll have time for it all. Yes. So. so just go read the book yourself, gosh darn it. Yes. I censored myself. Are you proud of me? And go watch the, the musical. musical. Yes. Because it was brilliant. Wonderfully done. The girl who played Hatter was, her Hatta was so talented. Yes. Okay. But I think that's it for now. So yeah. thank you all so much for listening. You can find us at our email, momdaughterbooktalk at gmail.com, on Instagram at motherdaughterbooktalk, where you can leave suggestions for future episodes and potentially be chosen to be featured on one of our episodes. And you can listen to us wherever you find your podcasts. If you want to support this podcast and our future episodes, you can become a supporter through the link in our Instagram bio. Thank you so much for watching or listening. listening I'm yes. tired. I'm sorry. It's, okay. it's been a well, long Well, and week. watching because if you watch the musical. Yeah, thank you guys so yeah. much for listening to us, though. And we hope you join us next time. Bye. Yeah. Next next time is a... I don't know what we're going to be saying, but there's something really big coming next. So, so yeah. Be on the lookout, guys. Yes. So, so thank hope you. Hope you join us next time. Bye. Bye.